Jesus, won't you come by here? Oh, Jesus, won't you come by here? Jesus, won't you come by here? For now is the needed time. Oh, now is the needed time. Jesus, won't you? Well, welcome. I'm your host, Will Healy, along with my friend, Rob Ryden. And over the Lenten season, we are inviting you to come along on this journey, this podcast with us, a time of slowing down, of saying no to some things in our lives, that we might be opened up to other things. New insights, new awareness, new direction. That's what the season of Lent, the 40 days leading up to Easter, affords us. That's right, Will. We've called the show Needed Time a title taken from an old blues song most often attributed to the great Texas blues artist, Lightning Hopkins, one he brought to prominence some 70 years ago or so. Needed time refers to that sense of our needing God to come into whatever circumstances we're experiencing. Now is the needed time, the lyric says, and then prays for Jesus to come by here, even if you won't stay long. It's a song of aspiration, and it gives voice to our need of help and the difficulties are every day. We'll be inviting some friends of ours to uh, talk with us about some of their experiences of Lent and their reflections on the season, places they found meaning, as well as music that speaks to uh, this important season. You can subscribe to the program wherever you listen to your podcasts. And in the meantime, here's a sample of what you're in for. You know, I I remember reading a book that you recommended, Will. It was Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster, which I think is quite excellent. And I can't even tell you what relief came when I arrived at the final chapter and he advocated holy leisure and advocated rest as a serious component of your spiritual search and, and acknowledged that you could become tired or embittered if you were in this constant Olympic training in your spiritual life. And um, it is probably a mercy then that if you're going to have a time of serious reflection and possible purgation, you know, a a time of stripping away that it is certainly not indefinite (laughs) because how how would anyone survive that, you know? Stephen, I'm wondering if you have taken those um, those 40 poems uh, and assembled them into a into a volume. Uh, and if you've done that, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you've done this more than once, but how one year's experience walking through Lent, doing that writing, uh, would compare to another year's. And if that's yep. an interesting way for you to kind of look back and go, oh, yes. Or, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Uh, that's, that sounds interesting to me. Yeah, that's a, you know, Rob, that's a great uh, sort of question or invitation to contemplation. I, I have looked through them at times and uh, I mean, I keep them, I, I do have them sort of printed and together year by year. Um, and sometimes I look through them. Uh, sometimes I'm searching for poems that I might revise and use because some of them end up as finished products that are, you know, in, in, poems I can include in a book. Um, uh, so it is not a practice that doesn't have its sort of um, non-spiritual benefit, we'll say. But um, 
I think one of the things that strikes me is uh, when I did it the very first time, I was, uh, I think I was trying to talk myself into uh, a kind of belief that was not necessarily where I was in my life. You know, I was like, I was trying to be holier on the page than I actually was as a person, you know? Um, the great temptation of, of the evangelical, right, is to be <laughs> holier on paper than in person. And uh, I say that because I grew up in the evangelical church. I get to say that, you know, <laughs> that's, my, that's my prerogative. <laughs> um, and one of the things that occurred to me when I was looking through it as a part of working on this essay was that I made a kind of division between what I perceive to be God's time and my time, 